Good day, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 45, season two. Uh, we have an interesting show coming up. And uh, right now we go into a commercial break. Uh, this program is brought to you by Tropical Blend Tanning Oil from Coppertone. And here is a commercial from 1978. Tropical Blend. Tropical Blend by Coppertone. Smells like fresh coconuts. Lets you tan fast. Moisturizes your skin to help keep you soft and beautiful. Tropical Blend. The Savage Tan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. That was uh, Tropical Blend from Coppertone from 1978. I used to watch that commercial on television when I was a sophomore at high school, and they showed it on Channel 7, WLS on ABC during the primetime lineup uh, for the shows like, for example, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, uh, Three's Company, Soap, Taxi, so uh, I remember that fondly. And the the commercial shows a beautiful girl in a bikini walking in the, through the jungle with a tiger on a leash. And they headed for the beach. And then she applied the suntan oil. It was a catchy music, but uh, you can find it on YouTube. So uh, if you do a search on YouTube of Tropical Blend from Coppertone, you'll find it. Anyway, I'll talk about three things. Uh, Today's date is August 6, 2021. Uh, I will talk about Diana's Opa restaurant, Greek restaurant, that is, uh, the Old Barn restaurant in Burbank, Illinois. And then I will discuss uh, Lucille Ball's birthday, which is today, August 6. She would have been 110 years old. So happy birthday, Lucy. All right, the first first thing I would discuss is Diana's uh, Greek restaurant that was located in Greektown in Chicago. Uh, it was uh, it was owned by two brothers. Uh, they were, his name was Pet- Petros. They were named Petros and Peter. I get those two mixed up because uh, in Greek, you know, you have uh, in Greek Peter and Pete is Panayoti, and Petros is Peter. I don't know how that worked out. And uh, it was, uh, I guess it's up to their mother. That's the way she named the kids. So anyway, Diana's uh, opened in the, probably in the early 50s. And Petros uh, arrived in, arrived from Amer- arrived from Greece to America in 1955. And he partnered with his uncle. And they had, and he owned Diana's Grocery. 
And Petos had an idea, why don't we turn it into a restaurant? And then he they did, and they added tables, and then but it got too popular and the the grocery was too small. So they moved it to 130 South Halstead. I don't know where the grocery was located. And then they uh, expanded more and then they opened at 212 South Halstead. And I've only been to their restaurant once and that was in the mid seventies. I was invited to a, me and my family that is invited to a baptism at St. Basil's Greek Orthodox church in Chicago. Uh, it's still there at the, uh, Polk Street and Ashland, right on the corner. It's still a beautiful church. They had a fire about a few years ago, but they fixed it up, and it's everything's fine now. Anyway, uh, then uh, the the reception of the baptism was held at Diana's, and my family and I went there. Uh, the food was good. Uh, we didn't see Petros there when he didn't greet us. We just walked in, and then... Then we saw him later, and he was uh, walking around, kissing the women, dancing, singing. You know, uh, he always greeted the women with a kiss, just like Richard Dawson on Family Feud. <laughs> and uh, he had long black hair. My mom called him the Greek Tiny Tim. <laughs> uh, you could figure. You know, he used to sing. Uh, he was a very entertainer. He was on Roman Martin's Laughing, and uh, he sang Tiptoe Through the Tulips. A lot of people remembered him that. Anyway, so uh, they opened another restaurant. Uh, I don't know if it was after they closed this one or it was during. It was located at 1633 North Halstead, right near the Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago. And uh, it wasn't very popular uh, for what I heard. And Diana's was open. The original Diana's was open until like 93, 94. And uh, because Petros died in 1990. So I don't know who took over the restaurant. Uh, they filmed two movies there. One was in the 60s. Uh, it was called Dream of Kings that starred uh, Anthony Quinn. And there's pictures of Peter and Anthony Quinn drinking. I found that on a postcard. And the second one was Only the Lonely that starred John Candy and Maureen O'Hara. And it came out in 93, and they filmed part of it at Diana's. I think it was Diana's. And I never seen the movie. I, I got to go see. I got to go watch it. And I'll see for myself. I heard it was funny. Very charming. Anyway, so, uh, so it's, it's a shame that, uh, you know, uh, Diana's is gone and the Parthenon is gone. Oh. Uh, there was a dispute about the Saganaki, that's the flaming cheese. They, Petros claimed uh, Diana's that he invented it, and then you have the owner of the Parthenon, and he claimed he invented it, but I think it was the Parthenon. That's what I, that's what I believe. Okay, and uh, so Greek Town's still there. There's only a couple restaurants. Uh, there's the Athena. There's Greek Islands. <coughs> Excuse me. Parthenon closed about a few years ago. Pegasus is gone. That's a shame. You know, Santorini just closed, I just heard, because of the pandemic. So one day I'll do a uh, podcast episode. I'll talk about the Greek businesses that are gone, mostly from Greek town. I'll do that. I'll do solely on that. Anyway, uh, the next thing I'll talk about is the old barn restaurant that was located at Burbank, Illinois. And I happened to find a menu. That explains the history of that. And this menu is from 1983. 
And it opened in 1921. It was first located at 79th Street on State Road. And then uh, it opened in 1921. The, the, the owner was name was Andy Cluck with a K. And it was during the Prohibition. They were serving moonshine, the illegal liquor. You know, there was a speakeasy. You know, like a, if you watch on the old episodes on the Untouchables, you get an idea of that. And uh, it was it was rumored that Al Capone visited there. I'm sure he did. And so, and then uh, it moved to uh, in 1930. They moved to its present location on 8100 South Parkside. That's a, a block west of Central Avenue. And they opened in 1933. And then there was some additions added. You know, that was built. I'm sorry. The and there was a banker room that opened in 1964, and the cocktail lounge opened in 1969. One famous celebrity that was a frequent customer was W.C. Fields, the comedian. And whenever he was uh, in town, he visited there. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, famous people, authors, actors, uh, sports figures. They they were they frequently visited there. It was a wonderful place. And uh, and I remember uh, some people told me there was an entertainer. It was a magician. His name was Ernie. Uh, I never saw him, So, uh, but he was a good magician, and he entertained the at the restaurant for years. And uh, so I only went there once a long time ago, and I don't remember what I ate, but I do remember the dinner rolls they had, and they were awesome. Soft, hot, delicious. Oh, you put melted butter. Ooh, it oozed all over the place. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was wonderful. So I found another menu that was that's listed. And uh, they got entrees. Uh, so, uh, for example, they had southern fried chicken, baked ham, filet mignon, uh, types of fish, filet of sole. They had uh, red snapper, shrimp. They had steaks. Uh, wonderful things. Uh, there's, you know, soup, salad. They, it was a wonderful, a wonderful uh, place to dine, and uh, the food was awesome. From what I, because I posted a uh, ad from 1996, and they celebrate their 75th anniversary. And uh, when I did that a couple of days ago, a lot of people remembered it. They loved that place. It closed about. Eh, in the 2000s, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, the property's st- still sitting idle. Uh, there was a rumor that uh, they were going to build a church there. That never happened. I think there were some legal entanglements, but uh, the property's still vacant. So hopefully it'll be built. Something will be built there. You know, but I wish it stayed open. But uh, I think the owners died and no one was interested. And that's a shame. It's a It's a shame. Of that, okay. Next thing I'll talk about is Lucille Ball. Now you're asking yourself why I'm talking about her because she's not from Chicago, but uh, her presence it was made a her presence made a to everyone in Chicago for many many years on her TV shows and her movies. A lot of people didn't remember that, so I'll talk a, uh, about her biography a little bit and uh 
I hope you can uh, enjoy it. So uh, she was born August 6, 1911, in Jamestown, New York. Actually, it was a town called Celeron. It's a little town outside of Jamestown, New York. And uh, she started her career as a teenager. She uh, left her town and went to New York. She became a model, and uh, then she was sent back. And then then, uh, her mother convinced her, no, just go back to New York because this is what you want to do. And uh, later she uh, boarded a train to head to Hollywood. And... uh, she started her first movie. It was 1933 called Roman Scandals. I don't think she had any lines in it, but uh, she was one of the showgirls. So that was her first movie. Uh, she was well-known, but not famous as she is now. Uh, she played bit parts. There were bit B movies. And then in 1940, she started in a movie called Too Many Girls. And that was based on a Broadway musical or a play in New York, and uh, her future husband, Dizzy Arnaz, was in the musical. And when they made the movie in Hollywood, and he came to Hollywood, that's where they met. That's where he met Lucille Ball. And and then they got married. And then uh, he was a band leader. He he was on the road, and she did movies. They didn't see each other. They almost divorced around 19, in the late 40s, but they remarried. So thank God for that. Then um, I read somewhere her first appearance on television was not I Love Lucy. It was on a game show in, in the early late 40s, like 1947, 48. That was her first appearance. Then, uh, then she did the radio show. She was on radio a lot, and uh, she started on a radio show called My Favorite Husband. And her husband was not... Desi Arnaz, it was Richard Denning. He was an actor, and that ran about eh, about three years. And uh, let's, and then it ran for three years. Then, uh, then she wanted to do a television show, and no, actually, she was approached to do a television show, and they want uh, so. Uh, she wanted her husband, Dizzy Arnaz, to start, and they said, no, we don't want him. He's a Cuban. And I go, we, we want you, uh, you know, an American actor. Well, that was kind of insulting, you know. That's terrible to say something like that. Anyway, they so they went on the road, and they performed, you know, like a vaudeville act, and then uh, then they did get the show. They and. They, they filmed the pilot in 1951, and it was I Love Lucy, and uh, it only starred uh, Lucy and Ricky. Uh, the Mertzes, Ethel and Fred, were not in the pilot. So they, uh, I've seen the pilot. Uh, it was shown on TV in 1990, but the first time. You could still watch it. It's still on DVD, so if you have the DVD, you can watch it. Uh, the, the show started in 1951. I love Lucy. October fifteenth. I will talk about that show on the sixtieth anniversary in October. I will do a podcast episode of that. And then the the show became popular. It ran from nineteen fifty one to nineteen fifty seven, and then they did the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour from fifty seven to sixty. But it was only thirteen episodes, and then by that time, um, their marriage was in turmoil. They didn't speak to each other, and they got divorced in nineteen sixty. 
And then Lucille uh, went to Broadway, starred in Wildcat for one year. Uh, it wasn't very popular. She got very sick. She got injured, I heard. The reviews were terrible. And then CBS convinced her to go do another TV show. And uh, she asked Vivian Vance, who played Ethel Mertz, to be her partner. And it was called The Lucy Show, and that's premiered October 2nd, October 1st, 1962. I think October 1st. It ran for six years. And then uh, she stopped in 1968. And then she started Here's Lucy. And uh, that ran from 1968 to 1974, I think. Yeah, 1974. It started with children, Daisy Jr. and Lucy. Uh, I have all the shows on DVD, all of them. I love Lucy... The Lucy Show, and here's Lucy. I remember my first time I watched Lucille Ball on TV was about f- when I was five, and I saw reruns on Idol Lucy on Channel 9. And then uh, when I went to school, I didn't see much of her. And then uh, The Lucy Show premiered on syndication Channel 32 about 1973, 74. I think it's 1973, and it was on 5 o'clock, and I used to watch that. And then I Love Lucy didn't come in syndication, I think about 1977, on Channel 44, WNS, WSNS. And they put it at 6 o'clock, and I watched, started watching it. Oh, I was hooked on it. <laughs> I think it was 76 it started, yeah. And then uh, the show went, it never went back to Channel 9. Uh, it was on Channel 9 on WGN in the 60s. And then... Uh, then thir- Channel 32 showed it, and then Me- now Meet TV shows the show. I think it does. We'll see. And uh, Lucille Ball died in April 26, 1989, and I remember the day where I was. I remember that day. I remember where I was when I heard the news. I was working at Skokie at a company, and uh, Someone walked by and said, oh, she passed away. And I felt so sad. Oh, I never, I was affected. That was the only celebrity at the time I felt so deeply, you know, by her death, you know, because I I loved her and I I still watch her to this day. And it's like a member of the family. And I read somewhere somebody was driving on on the highway in Los Angeles and he pulled over, and he, when he heard the news that Lucy died, he pulled over on the on the shoulder, and he cried, and couldn't stop crying. That's that's so sad. Uh, her her death infected a lot of people, you know, and uh, her work will live on forever, you know, on television, DVDs. Her movies are on DVD. On DVD. Uh, one of my favorite movies I like was uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours. It looks silly, but it's funny. You know, but I heard Lucy didn't like doing a movie, you know, with all the kids. <laughs> so, and then in 1986, she starred her next series, Life with Lucy, and uh, it was not well received, and, you know, people were scared of her because she did pratfalls, and, you know, she was still, you know, it's still funny, but she was too old at the time, and, you know, a lot of people were. And it only lasts about eh, 13 episodes, but it only showed about, like, about eight or nine. It did last, and it, 
she she was fired. This is the first time she was fired from a show. She never, she was always working, but uh, it took her that cancellation of the show took her pretty hard. So uh, that's so sad about that. Uh, I have it on DVD. I, I watch it. It was okay. It was okay. She had Gail Gordon, you know, Mr. Mooney from the Lucy. He took over the Ricky character, you know, Lucy, you know, or Mrs. Carmichael. <laughs> so uh, she was, she is my, my favorite entertainer of all time. And I Love Lucy is my favorite, favorite show ever. Uh, I like, I like the Honeymooners. I love Batman from 1966. Also Rowan Martin's laughing, but Lucy, uh, I love Lucy is the best. You know, I never get tired of watching it. I still, I still love it. Uh, they have Blu-rays out, but only for the two first two seasons. I don't know why they didn't make any more, but I have a feeling the rest are coming out in honor of her birthday or the, the upcoming anniversary of the debut of I Love Lucy, which is the 60th. We'll see. Keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> okay. So that'll be all for today. Uh, I'm sorry for rambling on for so long, but I'm glad you joined me. Uh, we I discussed about uh, Diana's Greek restaurant that was in Chicago in the Greektown neighborhood, the Old Barn restaurant. That was uh, in Burbank, Illinois. And I also talk about Lucille Ball's career, which is her birthday, which she would have been uh, 110 years old. And uh, so I'm so uh, I'm glad you can join me. Uh, thank you. And this is episode 45, season two of Vanishing Coggleland Stories. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. And uh, so... Uh, it's bye-bye now. I will have the next episode. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. So uh, take care, everyone. And here is Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now. So long, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.